Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Driving down the road, a red neon light flashes on that catches your eye. Hot now, the sign reads. Original glazed Krispy Kreme. If you've ever experienced a warm, melty Krispy Kreme donut, then you know there is no going back. How did two brothers in Winston-Salem set out to make the most awesome donuts on the planet? Let's take a coffee break at the table and find out. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Oh boy, are we going to have some mouths watering on this episode. Oh yeah. I mean, it's going to be... Very hard to not get hungry for a donut on this one, but well, I have a funny already. Okay, to tell. so Rachel, who's here from France and in- via England, yes, who stayed with me. Um, she asked me last night, "What's your episode on tomorrow?" Uh-huh. And I said, "Oh, it's on a southern um, food chain of a donut place called Krispy Kreme." Oh my gosh, I love Krispy Kreme. We have Krispy Kreme. That's so fun. It is and international. So you see what I'm saying, though? I yes. forget. Yes. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah, when it first started, it was just Southern, and then it's not yep. anymore. It's so not. She didn't even know it was Southern. Yes. You know. I bet a lot of people didn't. I think we're going to uncover a lot of things today that I didn't know that a lot of people probably don't so know. So I just wanted to throw that out, because I thought, oh, it's fun to have international eyes sometimes. It's true. To see, like, oh, you you already know about that. You like okay. our donuts. That's right. And you have access to really good bakeries. Oh, that says man, a lot. Right? That says a lot. I mean, chocolate croissant in France, or... Krispy Kreme donut. I'm having a hard time deciding. But if it's warm. Okay. Before we jump in to our topic... I wanted to make sure that our friends listening knew that we launched a second 
podcast. Y'all, we busy. Second show. It's called Have Love, Will Travel. And it's a brand new, sh- brand new show that is available on all podcast platforms. Just yep. like you find us. You can find it anywhere you like to get podcasts. And we created the show in partnership with the Access More Podcast Network. So you can also find it through the Access More app. But instead of us rattling on about it, I just thought we'd go ahead and play the trailer for y'all so you can get a feel for what to expect. So here's the trailer. Access More. Hey y'all, this is Lainey and Laura Beth and welcome to Have Love, Will Travel. We're two sisters who believe that God is doing amazing things in places and people everywhere we go. In this podcast, we aim to share some recent travel stories ranging from cultural explorations and friends we met on some of our travels to God winks that only He could orchestrate. We let the Holy Spirit be our guide in making the itinerary and sit back, see God in the details, and learn from all the conversations we have with those who cross our paths. Basically, we wanted to travel in a way that honored God while having some serious fun meeting people, eating amazing food, and exploring different cities. Be sure to subscribe to Access More or wherever you get podcasts so you never miss an episode. We're excited to have y'all come along for the journey this is Have Love, Will Travel. So there you go. That's why we traveled like crazy this summer. <laughs> I mean, we were road warriors. We hit it hard there for about, what, six, eight weeks? For sure. Yeah. May, June, July, we were really, really traveling. And there are now three episodes that you can listen to, including an episode on Charleston, which just released the day this episode is coming out. And we released an episode already on Memphis. And we had an intro episode as well. So and start with the intro. Start with the we, intro. I've already talked to a couple people that because Memphis was at the top, at the top, they didn't listen to the intro. And I think you should start with the intro. For sure. I mean, y'all know us, so you don't really need a full introduction of us. But you probably don't know the travel side of us and even deeper faith levels right. of us, right. I wouldn't think. So check it out. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear any feedback you've got. Okay. So heading over to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where 85 years ago this year, Krispy Kreme sold their first donut. But we actually need to back it up we a little bit. We gotta back it up. It's, it's gonna uh, really climax in Winston-Salem, but there's some history that, that we need to know. cover before that. Southern, more Southern history. So in 1933, Vernon Rudolph, the founder of Krispy Kreme, He bought a donut shop in Paducah, Kentucky from a French chef from New Orleans. And when he made that purchase, he received the company's assets, goodwill, and the rights to a secret yeast-raised donut recipe. Yes, Lord. Very important. (laughs) That recipe is currently locked in a vault at the company headquarters in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So fun. We'll get to more on that later. It wasn't long before Vernon and his uh, brother partner decided to look for a larger market. They moved their operations to right here in Nashville, 
where other members of their family joined the business. They opened shops in Charleston, West Virginia, and Atlanta. And at this time, the business was focused on selling donuts wholesale right. to Not, just a local grocery right. Nobody stores. coming up to buy a dozen. Yes. This uh, is exactly. going to grocery stores. Yes. So during the early summer of 1937, Vernon rece- or decided to uh, leave Nashville to open his own donut shop. And he and a couple of other young men set off in a 1936 Pontiac and arrived in Winston-Salem with $25 in cash, a few pieces of donut-making equipment, the secret recipe, and the name, Krispy Kreme Donuts. They used the $25 to rent a building, which was across from Salem Academy and College in what is now the historic Old Salem And with little money to buy ingredients, they actually convinced a nearby grocer to lend them. I know, I love this ingredients in return for payment once the first donuts were sold. That is so cool. So, and I also had read, I'm not sure if you read, they even picked Winston Salem because they were smokers. I'm saying they, it's mostly Vernon Rudolph, the, the president and founder here. He was a smoker, and he saw while smoking one day on a pack of his, like, camel cigarettes that tobacco production was in Winston-Salem. And he was like, I need a good factory. Like, he, he somehow thought they must Maybe know production. Place. Yeah, because so he knew it was going to need to be on mass scales at some point. So Now, I also think it's interesting to point out here, like, we're in depression time yes like that's to starting starting a new business that's for something that is i'm gonna say frivolous in the sense of it's not like you need it to stay alive right this is the snack category (laughs) and even further than that they're talking about really pioneering a new type of donut because at the time the cake style donut is what people would have considered a donut Yeah, yeah I did think it was pretty cool, though. I saw that in 1934, the World's Fair named the donut the food of the century. That's so funny. (laughs) So that tells you. Was that Chicago? I think I read that, too. The Chicago World's Fair. Maybe. I think that sounds right. That does tell you. It's not that donuts were like an unknown and he's really like trying to pull them up from the ashes or anything like that. But like to your point. But it's the depression, so should we really be using the potatoes that we have, which the original recipe does contain potato, I do know that. Interesting. Should we be using that into a yeast donut? Or do we need like a porridge to stay alive? do we need some soup tonight? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the actual, the recipe contains potato. It has a cream base added, and when you add to flour, and when it's fried... It turns crispy, and so hence the name Krispy Kreme. Okay. That's why they, crispy and cream, that's why they came up with it like that. So, here we are over in Winston-Salem. They start making some donuts. They're making them by hand, and they even, I thought this So was, they're looking different, like they're not all very uniform like they are now. Yeah, I mean, and I even heard when he's taking these donuts to different grocers in town... 
he had to take the back seat out of that Pontiac. I told you he drove over to North Carolina <laughs> and install a delivery rack. Oh, wow. Can okay. you imagine this car? Also, can you imagine the, the smell, smell in the car? No, that sounds. Yeah. Okay. And- so good. Yes. So again, what's interesting about these brothers is that they originally set out to do wholesale. But what ended up happening is that workers and people in the area, nearby factories and that work over at the academy. They're smelling that they smell. smell the donuts and come knocking on the door and want to purchase. And they're going, oh, you got to go to the grocery store. That's how you can buy them. And then they're going, we're missing an opportunity here. What are we doing? So they cut a hole in the wall, literally (laughs) punch a hole in the wall and start selling donuts directly to customers, marking the beginning of their retail. I got to say, just real quick, there is an incredible documentary series that the History Channel put together called The Food That Built America. They've got about 30 episodes on different foods. Okay. That were like the other one I've watched um, was on popcorn. So they went, did a deep dive on into um, Orville Redenbacher. Okay. And the 30 years that he spent trying to get the kernel to pop larger. Because at the time they would all pop so small. And y'all probably had popcorn that's popped small. You're just like, why does this look different? Well, it all looked that way when he was trying to make popcorn fuller. And this was even before. Airy. This was before microwave popcorn too. This is stovetop. Anyway, that's a fascinating one. But I bet they're all fascinating one. And there is one on donuts. Okay. And they so not Krispy Kreme specific. Yes, no, they do a comparison okay. of Krispy Kreme and it. Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, and they talk about the genesis of both of those and kind of where they started crisscrossing and competition and who excelled at what. And yeah, it's fabulous. I'll link to it in the show notes so that donuts y'all can go so well with coffee. I mean, they just do, but. I think it was really Dunkin' Donuts that pushed that, that really said coffee break. Like, I think they're the ones that even kind of coined the term coffee break. Okay. So it's interesting to see, yeah, just how these things that you just always thought were, were. Yeah. How they came into being. You're like, no, I guess everybody didn't always have water cooler discussions and coffee breaks. And yeah, so... Anyway, but okay, so back to Vernon and his brother. They set out to make the most awesome donuts on the planet every single day. And that is still their mission today. So here they find themselves selling directly to the customer now. And that started going well. So much so in 1948, they had seven locations. But what you had just alluded to a minute ago was seven locations means they can't be in all seven places at once, right? And they started seeing their donuts didn't look the same. Yeah. In all these seven places. So, do you remember? Do you, um, Enter the equipment that yes. they're going to formulate. So, in search for consistency, Vernon literally comes up with this machine called, he calls it the Ring King Jr., yeah. <laughs> and it could produce about 60 dozen donuts in an hour. 
and it was used until the late 1960s. You can actually go see one of these in the National Museum of American History in D.C. I love that. I loved I just saw a picture of it. I did, too. I would love I to think go I was, see that. I saw it on an article in the Smithsonian. Okay. Anyhow, yeah, that's fun. So, yeah, so that helped get the sizing the same and, you know, start sending them down the conveyor belt. And if All you... of that's important when you're getting into franchising, like having everything like I know what I'm going to get when I go to this place. Yes. And so even this machine, again, so first he had to kind of knock a hole in the wall to really start like letting the customer. The yeah. Donut. <laughs> a donut hole in the wall. Um, but then he's got this new machine. So people are curious about that too. Innovative and guy. Innovative. And so now they don't just want to come directly to him for the donuts, but they want to see the process. Cause they're, I guess word is out that there's like something cool to see. Yeah. He's like, people want to see this, you know? <laughs> Okay. And that is part of the wonderful, I think, in-store experience today. Yes, exactly. At Krispy Kreme is coming in and getting to see those that machine at There's work. There's something cool about seeing it, how it works. Yeah. I think I read that it's about an hour um, from the, you know, inception, the dough, through the the glazing process. Okay. Um, but you can stand there and I just think watching any portion of it, but I mean, don't go in hungry if you don't want to watch that glazer go back and forth and back and forth over the donuts. So, um, yeah, so that is part of the fun experience of going to a Krispy Kreme and getting to go inside. Going in, not just driving through the window. They used to, do you remember, they used to have those cute 1950s looking vintage paper hats. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they give those out anymore, but that was cute, too, that they would just kind of, as a nod to, you know, where they came from, their roots in the era that they came from. Um. What else? Well, 1976, well, we 1973 was when the original owner passes away. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so, um, pretty young, late 50s. Yeah. I don't know what so happened, young. but yeah, his he was very young. And then in 1976, uh, the company was reorganized and Beatrice Foods Company purchased the firm. Mhm. Uh, so that was one of the first, you know, major changes. Mhm since it wasn't under him anymore. Um, But in 1980, the company grew to 116 stores by 1980. Mm -hmm. So, you know, good growth was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then 82, a group of investors, they buy Krispy Kreme for $22 million. Wow. So, um, I mean, it's continued to change over the years. Um, I don't know that we need to go year by year with all of the changes. It uh, went public, right, in mm-hmm. 2000, I believe it was. Yeah, it was. And they had, I would say, the the kind of the most public years of Krispy Kreme were like the 90s. Like there was a lot of... Well, it starts spreading from the, yeah, from the South. The movies start including them. Um, some different... Allie McBeal, she... There was something about Krispy Kreme donuts okay. on... Like there's different kind of like little storylines that would occasionally throw in a Krispy Kreme because donut. Because it was starting to get found out mm-hmm. by others. The first 
um, outside of the South store. It was in 1995. Do you know where that was? No. Indianapolis. Oh, fun. <laughs> That's so fun. Um, and then in 1996, the first New York City outlet. Okay. There. Yeah. And I remember, you know, it's funny how different headlines capture your attention or things you hear about in pop culture. But I remember Madonna. There was something about Madonna was like, when are we getting a Krispy Kreme in New York City? Are you serious? That's so fun. Anyway, I think it's funny how all that kind of stuff goes. Um, Okay, so then what else? The first West Coast store was in 99. Mm -hmm. That was out in La Habra, California. Okay. But, I mean, now we're international, so. Well, I think what we mentioned on the front end of this episode, which is just, again, part of the goodness and brilliance of this brand. When Krispy Kreme first opened up, if you wanted hot donuts, you had to get there at dawn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like most bakeries, that's not a Krispy Kreme thing. That's a donut shop or any sort of hot bread. Fresh and hot. It's made it four in the morning. So So you need to be there early. If you want it warm or hot, that's when you need to be in line. And so... Once they could crank it out, though, a little more efficiently. Right. Yes. And so in, again, back just real quick to the 90s, then in 92... The game-changing Hot Donuts Now sign was installed, signaling people at different points during the day, not just early morning, that a fresh batch was coming. That's so fun. And that was, I mean, who who doesn't want a warm donut? So <laughs> I think this is kind of, I don't know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we just long for the nostalgia around here, but you still can see the light come on yep. as you pass by. Fast forward to today, you can actually look on the app. To see when. I know. So cheating. Uh, to see when the local store near you is going to have their warmness coming out. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it really is just one of those things that is, if you know, you know, right? It's if so you know, true. you know. Are you a, just a plain glaze? Plain, it's classic. Yeah. And in fact, I will say this. I took my son this past weekend just to go have fresh experience there. I built it all up. I was like, no, we're going to go. I said, have I taken you to this donut shop before? He's five. And he said, I don't know. Is this the one with the orange and pink letters? Oh, my gosh. Or, yeah, orange and pink letters. And I was like, no, that's Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) I said, this is the one where you can go inside and you can see them making the donuts. And so I built it up. Get their dining room closed. Oh, no. So just beware, as is happening with a lot of the country, they're having trouble finding staff. to work. It's not. And then, like, so that was like, hard thing number one number two i'm at the drive-thru and i'm like the hot sign's not on okay so it's not going to be hot right um wah, wah, yeah wah. so we want four glazed donuts we don't have glazed i was like you don't have glazed why what? are you even open <laughs> like vernon would <laughs> may have just turned over I in his know. grave so not only were they not able to have the dining room open but they didn't have they had supply chain issues and they have low staff that they can't even 
get some glazed donuts cranking to even hand through the drive through window. So, so we need to be praying for... <laughs> <laughs> That's just the case with so many different restaurants and businesses right now. I don't understand it, but... I know. I don't understand it at all. Well, you can even, I mean, I know in our grocery store, you can still get Krispy Kremes there. Yes. They're not going to be hot. Yes. Like you hope that you're going to get when you go to the actual yes, location. Yes, you can. And gas stations a lot of times around yes. here will have them. And they've even gotten into, you know, other coffee and like things that are shelved items. Mm-hmm. I even was looking for something in TJ Maxx over the weekend and I saw some you know how they'll have random food things? Yes, they do. And they had some Krispy Kreme stuff in there. Like, like, like coffees and okay. things I didn't, I didn't like know that. if you meant like a jar or something. Okay. That's yeah, so interesting. So well, the big news. They from- continue to expand and then they're in the news literally the last day or two. Yeah. You want me to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, do it. Well, they're partnering with McDonald's. The fast food chain is um, going to be kind of practicing trying something new Testing, out. Yes. yes test market um it was just announced literally october 18th mm-hmm. that they are going to offer three of the crispy cream donuts um including the original glazed at um in the louisville kentucky market mm-hmm. at just in surrounding that area i think um, it's I nine think it's at, oh is it nine nine mcdonald's locations yeah okay so, if you are in Derby City and want to uh, swing through and get good McDonald's coffee and yummy Krispy Kreme donuts, so we'll there are three options. They're making them at local Krispy Kremes and driving and them driving over to them McDonald's. Over. That is so bizarre to me, <laughs> but I don't know. They're- so, if it does well, I mean, this is just a small scale test mm-hmm. to see how it does. But if it goes well, it could happen in other McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So, kind of an interesting thing they're going to try out. Well, so I, Louisville people, check it out. Well, I have three fun facts before we finish up here. Three fun facts to give you about Krispy Kreme. Their stores across North America produce more than 5 million donuts per day and more than 2 billion donuts per year. Loud, have mercy. A typical Krispy Kreme store produces more than 3,000 donuts per hour. Not the one I went to, but (laughs) typically. Uh, Krispy Kreme produces enough donuts in about a week to make a line of donuts from New York City to Los Angeles. Wow. The whole chain. Just picture that. That is crazy. That's, there's your mic drop. Your your donut drop. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, who knows if you listening are near one of those hot signs, but it's it's got a really fun history. Fun so we history, were, very southern and now international. That's right. We thought that would be a fun, light subject to cover today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, let's go get some coffee. Coffee? Donut? Anyone? <laughs> Have a great week, y'all. And again, if you get a chance, go over and check out our new show, Have Love, Will Travel. We'll link to it in the show notes so that you have an easy time finding that. Jump in the car with us. Yeah. Until then, peace be with you. And also with y'all.
Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.